This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. We're coming out again <clears throat> at this time with another message from God's Word on the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Alva Pendarvis, pastor here at Radio Missions, where we're located now in Walker, Louisiana. We was in New Orleans for many, many years until Katrina. Pastor Shelton was the founder and the pastor of this work for 50, 60 years, and uh, others were before I came here. But the Lord called me and uh, put me here as a God's emissary, God's messenger, giving me this message to go out and go out and preach the gospel. That was the word he gave me, this promise he gave me. Be instant, in season, out of season. What does that mean, Pastor? It means to tell the truth. That's all we do is tell the truth here, my friend. But we're looking at this study on the coming of the Antichrist. We're pretty well getting down to the middle. we got two or three more studies, maybe next week. But listen, we're looking at it's, uh, the Antichrist and his authority. Satan has always questioned in the mind of man the veracity of God. And he's done it through his emissaries. Satan has always questioned, has always questioned in the mind of man God's word. He knows that if he can get you to doubt or to disbelieve, he has you sealed for hell. Now, that's one of his tricks. I ask folks, do they, I hold my Bible up in my pulpit here on Sunday morning, and I said, do y'all believe God's word? I asked my audience that a couple of weeks ago. Do y'all believe God's word, what it says? If you don't, you never will get saved. You never will be saved if you don't believe God's word. He that believeth and, and, and whatever. But listen, my friend, I also, I also told my friends that just you can believe it and be saved or disbelieve it and go to hell for your trouble. He knows if he can get you to doubt or to disbelieve God's word, he has you sealed for hell. Satan has always worked upon man to get him to disbelieve the severity of God. No, they say, well, God is a loving God. He wouldn't send anybody to hell. Did you know he don't send anybody to hell? Do you go there because of your own choice? Oh, no, trailblazer. Yes, you do. You go there because you will not have God to rule over you. Man will not have his will broken, that old stubborn will. I'll have my way or bust. Well, a lot of fellas are going to bust. But my friend, listen, in this so-called new Bible, the RSV, let's notice. First, who put it out? Where did the Bible come from? Who gave us this modernistic interpretation? It was put out. I'd mentioned this before, but let's go back. It was put out by the National Council of Churches in the United States, in our United States of America, which is the offspring of the old Federal Council of Churches that had been modernistic to the core throughout its entire history. If you'll study the list of names of the scholars who were members of that committee that gave us this interpretation, you'll find that the vast majority of them came from modernistic seminaries, cemeteries, if you will, and with two or three exceptions, everyone is an outstanding modernist. Furthermore, these two or three conservatives that are on the list have never raised their voice in protest against this translation. According to John, Second John 1.10, the majority of these scholars deny the deity of Christ, his virgin birth. I want you to listen, folks. I want you to hear these truths. We're, we're, we're prone to turn our head. We, we don't want to hear anything that's different from what we've been spoon-fed. My friend, do you ever hear your pastor say, are you folks saved? Is anybody here saved? Raise your hand. Do you ever have that done? 
do you have prayer meeting on Saturday night or maybe Wednesday night, Sunday night or Wednesday night, what they call Bible study? Do you ever have prayer meeting where you give a chance for folks to stand up and say, you know, Pastor, I'm a lost sinner. I want to be saved. Do you ever hear that? What would happen this week if your pastor give a call and folks would stand up and say, oh, Pastor, I found out I'm lost. The Lord, the Holy Spirit showed me I'm lost. And what would he do, my friend? One of the things I do here, I'm just an old country boy. I ask you folks out there that hear me, you go to church on a regular basis, and that's good. But when you come out the door on Sunday after dinner, after the 11 o'clock service, if you get a chance to shake hands with your preacher, and most of them do, ask him, say, Pastor, would you tell us, take a service like 11 o'clock or either or nighttime, take a service and ask and tell us how the Lord saved you. The old trailblazer does that occasionally. He tells us how the Lord awakened him and brought him to see himself as a totally lost sinner and brought him to uh, to cry out unto the Lord. Would you do that for us, Pastor? We don't know. I, I mean, did you just join a church when you were seven years old and got baptized and maybe your mama called you to be a preacher or your school teacher or your Bible school teacher? But, uh, Pastor, we love you. We want to hear what you say. Would you do that and then pray for that man? Would you pray for him? Back him with back him. If he's a faithful and true pastor, pray for him. Oh, my friend, the majority of those scholars deny the deity of Christ, as I mentioned. This council of churches has been known for years as its communistic teaching. And uh, right at this time, this old bishop I mentioned to you, Brumley, Oxum, Oxman, Oxen, he's a Methodist, was a Methodist. I don't know if he's still living or not. President of the National Council of Churches is being called to question by the committee on its un-American activities. But my friend, he's known for his radical views and his book, Preaching in a Revolutionary Age. He makes a statement that God, listen now, listen, that God is a dirty bully. Should he punish sin? Oh, my friend. He calls him a dirty bully should he punish sin. Did you get that, my friend? Let me give it to you again. In his book, Preaching in a Revolutionary Age, Bixen Oxenham calls God a dirty bully. Listen, if he should punish sin. Now, you don't believe it? Get his book and read it for yourself. I'm sure it's available. You see, I'm quoting from public documents, and I'm allowed to do that thing, as they are public documents, are public property. I can use them, or I can criticize them. I want to tell you, my friend, we're living in an age when Satan has influenced his mission emissaries to deny the severity and judgment of God on sin. Let me tell you something. God hates sin. God hates sin. God loves holiness, and he's going to punish sin. I don't care what Bishop Oxnum or anybody else says. God's word says, He that believeth on the Son of God shall be saved, and he that believeth not, N-O-T, shall be damned. Now, my friend, that's God's word. Believe it and be saved. Disbelieve it and be, be damned. And any man who calls my God a dirty bully because he punishes sin is an emissary of Satan, my friend. I have no doubt about it that he's an emissary of hell. Now listen, listen. That man stands in a position in, his, in this nation to lead millions astray. This is a type of of religious leaders whom Satan has used to give this mistranslation and misinterpretation known as the RSB Bible or the Antichrist Bible. 
Listen, old John Wesley would turn over in his grave if he knew how certain Methodist leaders have deserted God's word and substituted their own wicked opinion in its place. I have John Wesley's complete works in my library, and I wouldn't take anything for them. Brother, we need some John Wesley's today. We need some John the Baptist also, my friend. We need like old John Wesley and uh, Charles Wesley. Thank God there are few left who know the Lord and who will not surrender and compromise. I thank God for them. I used to say you can take the Methodist fire and the Baptist water and get up a revival. <laughs> but, brother, Methodists have lost their fire, and the Baptists have lost their water. Stagnated. Water's become stagnated, and we have a mess, haven't we? Bless your heart, we need revival. We need an awakening. Will it come? God is still on the throne. Where is the Lord God of Elijah? Oh, listen, it's not so much where is the Lord God of Elijah. It is where is the Elijah of the Lord God. In this new translation known as the RSV Bible, they have undercut the virgin birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. They have minimized the deity of the Son of God. They have whittled the Word of God to pieces. They have given us modernistic interpretation, substituting their own wicked ideas for an accurate translation. Let me give you here the acid test of any true translation of the Scriptures. Listen now, it is this. Any version or translation of the Bible which omits Acts 38-37 or through his blood in Colossians 1.14 or John 8.1-11 or Mark 6.9.20 has for its foundation a corrupt manuscript. Now, all of these passages of scriptures have been left out of the new RV, RV, RSV Bible. This corruption of manuscripts can be traced back to 200 A.D., when there lived one of the world's foremost theologians, whose name was Origen, O-R-I-G-I-N. Origen, who was a textual world foremost theological theologian, whose name was Origen. Origen was a textual critic. He was supposed to have corrected numerous portions of the sacred manuscripts, but all evidence shows that he changed them to agree with his own human philosophy and that the Lord Jesus Christ was a created being. Therefore, this certain original manuscript became corrupt, and it is from these corrupt manuscripts that the translators of the RSV Bible have made their translation. The translation of the RSV Bible omitted Acts 37, which reads like this. And Philip said, listen now, Acts 8.37, and Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Listen, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Because this text, listen, and Philip answered him and said, If thou believest, thou mayest. But listen, listen. Because this text with others testifies of Christ's deity. Origen who did not believe in the deity of the Son of God, was one of the first ones to corrupt the original manuscript. Therefore, on his authority, it became a simple matter for the emissaries of Satan in preparing the RSV or the Antichrist Bible to slip into the new translation all the errors, all the errors concerning the deity of Christ. Let me say again, the corruption of the original Bible manuscripts can be traced from the days of origin, 200 A.D., down through the committees responsible for the English Revised Version, 1881, the American Standard Version, 1901, the Revised Standard Version, 1952. 
If anyone is interested in a further study on these references regarding the corruption of the original manifesto, we will be, you'll be able to pick that up at a certain place. I'll have to give you that information later. Here's a note of interest. The authorized King James Bible, ever since it was translated from the original Greek text in 1611, has been the target of textual critics. All of this talk, older and, older and more dependable manuscripts, sound like the theory of evolution which hangs upon the unproven hypotheses. These translators of the National Council of Churches of Christ in America have tried to impress the public with their great learning and superiority, superiority author, authority by referring other manuscripts they are referring to or the corrupt manuscripts from the time of origin. Now, we get into that more in our next study. The old trailblazer will be back next week. We just send another study from God's Word. We hear every morning, week after week, day after day. And I would like to hear from you. If pro or con, you maybe take issue with me, but that's all right. I don't argue with anyone. I don't debate with anyone. But I just bring you, thus saith the Lord. And we've been here a long, long time. And we're not, uh, not just an amateur going back, going after this thing. But... The Lord gives us grace to be true to your soul. That's the thrust of our ministry here, is to warn you to flee from the wrath to come and to bring you the truth of God's word as it is to men as they are. That's our, that's our motto here, bring you the truth as it is to men as they are. And we'll be back here next week with another study from God's word on the coming of the Antichrist. And we have studies on the Revelation and all those others. I'll give you that information next week maybe. But remember, my mailing address is Trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Also, I want to mention our Radio Missions Radio. You go there to our website, radiomission.org, and look up our Radio Missions Radio. It's 24-hour uh, radio station that we own, and we, it's 24 hours, and it's a good sound per preaching, classic sermon by the late Pastor Shelton, by myself, by others, and then good music by our late choir that we had in place and we have those choir t cds for sale five dollars a piece we have 11 of them and i'll be glad to send you one complimentary for somebody on the sick bed but if you would call me next week if not call me before next week and let me hear from you remember my mailing address pastor pendarvis the old trailblazer post office box 1810 walker louisiana 70785 goodbye and god bless you and may the lord blessings rest upon you